0: Your host for Lacrosse Talk PM, Rick Solum. All right, welcome to a Wednesday of Lacrosse Talk PM. I am Rick Solum in the studio with me this hour are the Lacrosse Young Dems. Not all of them, though, just two of them. Do you guys have like I am the czar of the Young Dems, and I am the co-czar? <laughs>
1: Basically, co-chairperson is usually kind of the term we
0: use. Uh, That's Grant Matthew and Hannah Dell is also in here. And this this group is two months old, a month old, a couple months old, maybe more than that. Two
2: months, three months, give or take. We kind of started in the summer, getting getting our feet wet, and now we're truly underway with actual meetings and actual stuff that we do. So.
0: So the, the county has a, a, a Democratic Party, mm-hmm. and the district obviously has a dem, the third congressional district, and the UW-La Crosse has a Democratic Party, mm-hmm. and then is there any more besides you? And now you have a Democratic Party.
1: Now we have a Democratic Group. Party, exactly, right. and so it's it's similar for the Republican Party, except there is no young Republicans, so that's really yep. the only difference in how it's laid out.
0: And, and so my question is why? And we've we've talked a little bit. I think was that a podcast we did with William? We mm-hmm. talked about. Yeah. It? I was trying, trying to think if I had you on before, but the the question is why? If there's a, a congressional Democratic Party, a county Democratic Party, and a, a college, or is it UW uh, UWL? It's like
1: a UWL college. Okay. Democrats.
0: So, I I mean, the easy answer, I guess. I'll let you. Why why this fourth Democratic group?
1: I'd say it's just kind of a big void between about age 21 and 22 to about age 35 in terms of people being busy and somewhat disengaged from politics. Um, And so Young Democrats kind of exists to catch people in that age range where you're, you know, getting involved in a professional career that's long term starting a family, and doing all these other things where, like, it makes political engagement hard.
2: Yeah, I would also say that the the county party and the state party serve, like, more procedural purposes. Like, they vote on referendums and stuff. Like, like they do a lot of, like, paperwork. We don't do any of that. We mostly just
0: have fun. Okay. You just have memes, right? And we then, do have and memes. Then, but, the, like, the whole point of, I, you know, I just feel like it's great that there's a college – Party, mm-hmm. Republican, Democrat, whatever, to get people. Because so when I was in college, I lived in in, in uh, Stevens Point. I never voted for a th- – maybe I voted for president. I think I voted out of spite of my girlfriend at the time because she <laughs> voted – she was a one-issue voter, and I was like, I don't agree with that issue, so I'll just counter your vote even though it doesn't oh, work true. like that. Oh, man. But I didn't even know what a city council was what a county board was, and maybe that's Hortonville High School civics or UW-Stevens Point civics, Um, or a mayor of Stevens Point. I never voted for any of that stuff. I can't even recall, like, if I got the ballot with the president on it or the candidates on it, it, what else I would have voted for. I probably left it all blank or just check boxes because I didn't even know how to do it. So there's, you know, so I think these these parties in the college at least probably get people involved. But what what I what I, you know, just looking at some of the notes here from your group is it's it's more about county board, school board, mayor race, I think, which would be a year away from now. Mm -hmm. Just kind of like, hey, guys, like Joe Biden, Donald Trump is going to steal all the headlines. But you know what? All this other stuff that these local groups that you don't know anyone about, they don't get on Fox news. They don't get on MSNBC. They, they maybe don't even get on wisdom or the TV stations. These are the people that you need to learn about, know about and know about the issues 100%. that they're voting on. Right. I no, mean, is that kind of the, is that the focus of your group or is that just what you want to talk about today?
1: Well, that's a really good way to phrase it. And it's, you know, it's our focus and what we want to talk about today. Right. So yeah. It's yeah. About, but, um, It's like you're kind of saying, when you're 18 or 19, it is worthwhile and important to vote for who your city councilor is. Like, if you're at UWL and you live in Stevens Point and you're going to college, you may as well still vote in the local elections here if you want. But once you're in that, like, 22 to Mm -hmm. 30 age range, that's where we want to get you involved really heavily in choosing who the county board and who the city council is, because you're living here long term at that point, and you really... I mean, you should have a say in who is setting some of the policies that really affect you. Property taxes, environmental policy, um, social and health policy, that all falls under the county board. And then, of course, the school board is important. Um, and so you really have to express your voice by voting in those.
2: I would say our group's probably really focused on local stuff because I'm mm-hmm. from La Crosse, so I force everyone to listen to what I think. <laughs> and we have another local in the group, too. So I think it's easy to like focus on the local races because you can really see the effects and I really think like community building is such a more sustainable political organizing idea anyways. So that's probably me pushing our group in that direction a little bit.
0: Well, then being and being from lacrosse, you can kind of understand the makeup of the government and who, you know, like I I kind of know the 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 superintendents. I know mm-hmm. the principals a little bit better. Um, and then just the issues that that the because every locality is going to have different issues like pifas is a big issue right now mm-hmm. we're selling or potentially closing schools that's a big yeah. issue right now but if you you're not from here and don't pay attention to that like you and, and you don't religiously read the news or watch the local stuff then you're you're going to have no idea
2: yeah yeah i think non locals will also appreciate especially college students like rent has gone through the roof recently i know i moved back in with my mom cuz they push my rent up by 200 bucks mm-hmm. so you can see local issues affecting that grant you can probably speak more about like how county board and city council help with rent and like well and
0: utilities. we can get in, and we can get into like the nitty-gritty in a minute here but yeah. i just kind of like it, so so that is like we, we could talk about rent a little bit and how that affects our local elections uh pifa as i mentioned mm-hmm. and school closings what else do you see as just generally without deep diving here
1: i would say that those are really some of the biggest concerns and i would also say the one that's like Something I notice even as I knock doors, as I talk to people, just in general, is homelessness and addressing homelessness. Mm -hmm. Uh, Not a lot of communities have a problem like we do in lacrosse, and not a lot of communities um, address it kind of in the way we do. And so I think that's going to be an important thing in 2024 and beyond for all these local races.
0: Right. A couple other things. Um, You said rent. Uh, Parking policies. I don't even know. I I did see it was a letter to the editor to a Winona newspaper and they just started their alternate side parking for winter, and obviously we don't even need it because it's not – we don't really – I mean, I think some county board members would argue that we have alternate side parking to, like, help clean the streets a little bit. Mm -hmm. But if you think in terms of snow, but the the letter to the editor was, like, something like 200 tickets on the first weekend of alternate side parking isn't really what we're striving for as a community here. Like, what are we we doing? So, Mm -hmm. and I don't – I'm not blaming – I'm not saying lacrosse does that, but that yeah. was that was and and maybe he's not factual there. Maybe there are, aren't two hundred tickets, but just the idea of of police and in, and in, in the community surrounding lacrosse. Lacrosse doesn't do alternate side parking like it used to. Anyway, I'm deep diving. See what's what happens. Uh, utility rates. That was that was another one, and then just a general distrust or maybe not knowing uh, what your government is is capable of from from you know like national, state, and down to to local. Anyway. Hannah Dahl and Grant Matthew of the Lacrosse Young Dems are sticking in here, 608-785-7914. What issues uh, do you guys think that uh, our local governments should address? We'll be back. Back to Lacrosse Talk PM, I'm Rick Solom in the studio with me, are Hannah Dahl and Grant Matthew of the Lacrosse Young Dems, a, a new group, about two months old, if anyone, uh, if, if, what age range? I, hey, I want to be involved, age range.
1: Uh, I would say Does it honestly- matter? 18 or 19 to about age, you know, Thirty-eight or forty? I mean, honestly, we have a pretty good range right now in our current membership, and so if you're interested in politics and Democratic politics in specific, uh, reach out to us. Yeah, we do, you,
0: do you care really? <laughs> I mean, no,
1: awesome. we don't. ID I you or anything? No, like I we don't care.
0: I made the joke because I'm forty-five, yeah. and I was like, I I want to be involved because I don't want to be involved in the Democratic Party per se. Yeah. That's official yeah. because sometimes it's just like, uh, you guys are doing this, and I'm not. Uh-huh. But but like to be involved in a group that's not kind of you're not really official, and it's just yeah. kind of like, hey, we're going to talk about the. Issues Mm shoes i don't know that i think that's a good way about uh, going about it i don't know if there's other groups like that in the area or just
1: not too many i can think of but no rick if you want to come to some of our (laughs) meetings we're not going to turn you away
0: well and then you i i I know like you've had a couple of different meetings with a couple of different candidates where Mm -hmm. it's just if you want to come and get a free beer come do that and then uh so um all right so so we were talking before about like you guys i think you you want to focus in on no, well, is it true? Do you want to focus in on local issues or am I taking, or am I hijacking a little bit? Because you gave me a bunch of local yeah, issues because yeah. that's and what I want to do as a, as a lacrosse talker show.
1: And I totally like agree with what you were saying. And like that's kind of the purpose why we wanted to come on is because local issues really are what we care about. I think Hannah always puts it really well. And if you want to say what you usually do, but it's basically something to the effect of it's sometimes those national issues are divisive and local ones we can actually fix.
2: Yeah, I think people tend to just like hate the president almost no matter who it is. So when you focus on like being in the community and living in lacrosse and the stuff we do here, I think that's more sustainable and people tend to be less honestly mad about it. So we can kind of have a good ongoing, continuous conversation. But, it, but it's
0: so much fun to go. <laughs> I want to vote for not the president because I feel like that's how we're voting right now. I, I, You know who I want to vote for? Not Donald Trump. You know yeah. who I don't want to vote for? Not Joe Biden. You know what I want to do? I want to watch a debate where it's not either of those guys mm-hmm. and it's two, well, somewhat two completely different guys that will not be on the 2024 yeah. ballot when it comes to the final two in, in uh, DeSantis and Newsom, right? Like, we're <laughs> going to have a, a, a nationally televised debate amongst two people that have nothing to do with the, the, the presidency. I, I get DeSantis is yeah. something kind of to do with it, but, but he ain't winning. not even
2: running. When right. I gotta put that on my calendar. That was actually last. That time. happened Did last. Last Thursday.
0: Watch Dang. I, I watched some it? highlights. Um, I, it, it, you know what? I feel like a lot of times when we we argue, like Derek Van Orden didn't debate uh, Brad Pfaff. We, a lot of times I'm like, man. Sometimes the debates aren't that healthy and aren't that helpful. <laughs> but there, I feel like that happens more amongst like presidential but debates, or when you have 15 people on there. But when we get down back to when we get to local stuff, we yeah. can really just like ask you about a thing that's happening here that I want your opinion on. I want to know how you stand because like a lot of the general ideas don't seem that helpful. Where do you stand on abortion? Okay, well we can move on then because you're not going to, you're not going to convince anyone differently there.
1: Exactly. And those national issues are important, but like, again, those local ones, like you were saying, if you asked, you know, the mayor about a specific thing in a mayor oral debate, you're going to get an answer that's actually direct and more than likely like points to a correct solution for a problem.
0: Mayor's Um, on Monday, by the way. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And then, okay, so some of the and then also we again, it's fun to talk about how stupid it is that we had Newsom DeSantis debate when when Donald Trump isn't even part of a debate. Mm -hmm. And Joe Biden isn't debating anyone because that's just how we've done it for 100 years. And we we just don't have someone debate an incumbent, whether or not we want to change that right now. Also, did you see uh, they're hijacking me here? Did you see yesterday? (laughs) There was a story. It's on Wisdom News. Biden said he wouldn't even run if Donald Trump wasn't running.
1: I did see that. Is that accurate? Yeah, yeah, he said he
0: said that to to at like a donor dinner or something like that. So. That's, just,
1: that's not what we want to hear, honestly. Right? I, you know, I would like to hear a little bit of enthusiasm. Right? You hear more like, from a person running for city council. Even the than president
0: that. of the United States is is running because he does—he just wants to vote for not the other guy. And that—that like, that,
1: that, that the whole work. country doesn't is work there. in 2016. It won't work now. Like the whole—it's
2: not—it's not, not, it's not sustainable work. for like getting people involved. Like mm-hmm. just facing it off, not but, liking totally. people.
0: But the problem here is that stuff super fun to talk about has has mm-hmm. very little effect on what we're doing. And also, we're just skipping a whole election. Like, we're going to 2024 when there's something happening Mm -hmm. in between that and just a couple of months, right? Like, this is going to creep right up on us, the spring election. Well,
1: 100%, because if you think about it, the spring primary, if there are a lot of candidates running for certain offices, that's going to be February 20th. And it's early December. Right. That is so close.
0: Right. Like, seriously. And, and there's, you know, uh, how does the county board work? All 30? You were on the county board. All 30? Oh, of
1: course, yeah. The county every... board, all 30 are up every two years. It's only different in Milwaukee County because it's yep. so large. And um, that can make for really interesting scenarios. Like, I see the county board as an exciting thing, even sometimes more exciting than national issues. Because if you had a lot of engaged citizens who
2: just show up and
1: vote, you could really get good representation on the county board.
2: Well, how many people are opposed in this year's race? Because it's
1: like that's more than... That's what I was, you know, I was you know. trying I to find. To Did right I send now, you guys actually.
0: that? Did um, I send... I, I sent I, you that sheet, right? I've
1: been looking quite a bit, but I would say it's something to the effect of like half of the seats will probably be opposed, maybe more. And honestly, that's a lot of times what you like to see. You like to see people engaged and seeking office. So let's...
0: You keep talking, yeah, I'll yeah, count. I'll,
1: but One um, yeah, I want to say that a lot of the districts also are going to have open seats. I've seen uh, quite a few people file non-candidacy, which is basically just where an incumbent, so someone who serves in the office, just decides not to run again for re-election. And I think politics has been stressful probably the past, like, four or five years, and you see a lot of people trying to get out um, at this time. And so...
2: Yeah, it's going to be yeah. All these people are out door knocking right now um, too, so you're probably seeing like all these people running around with their clipboards cuz everything's contested. So. Oh, they're
0: def- and they're definitely going to be doing it tomorrow and Friday cuz it's like 50 oh. degrees out.
2: Absolutely. 100%. Answer your door.
0: Um, <laughs> so according to the Lacrosse County's registered candidate doc on the the website lacrossecounty.org, 14 of these districts out of the th- 30 right there's 30 or 20 there's um, there 30. 30 14 yep. are so far have two have two candidates i don't see any with three candidates at this point and that's not that that couldn't happen um and i don't i don't have enough experience like paying attention to when people get their name on this sheet, but yeah. there we could see more names oh, we, we, we definitely, definitely will right we
1: could but the reality is that the process usually opens in early november and so between probably november 1st and then right around the time we are right now in December, most of the people who are interested are already running. Oh, okay. Um, and so even so 14 opposed races is like a very large number of contested elections.
0: All right. So, yeah. So, so there's, there's one of the like local elections. Also, we have a school board election. So Mm -hmm. when we want to like watch TV news, watch your 24 hour news stations, read about this stuff online, um, you know, maybe skip the president stuff and, and start mm-hmm. looking for school board stuff. Yeah. Uh, city council as well. City council, right? and and then,
1: board, because end of the day is that like Joe Biden and Donald Trump are not going to close your local school. And they are not going to mess with your garbage collection or some of your county highways. Or even like well, the price of rent. And, they can they, Their policies might impact a little more. But like the local government does so much.
0: Really yeah. Does. And even if they did you could wait until after the April elections to start paying attention to this. <laughs> exactly. There's a whole, there's months and months and months uh, to, to go before that stuff. So uh, Hannah Dahl and Grant Matthew are in the, in the studio here. 608-785-7914 is the talk and text line. Uh, they're with the a, a, a newish group, the lacrosse young Dems. And if you want to get involved, like where to or what to? What would? They, what would someone want to do? To- um,
2: we have a pretty good Instagram. Last Wednesdays of the month, 6:30, we meet at the county office. Normally, we just chat, drink beer.
0: In the county office, yeah. Oh,
1: okay. The the county Democratic office. Oh, Oh, sorry. Like Like
0: you're at the administrative center building. (laughs) No, no, no. I was like, we definitely have to clarify that. No, that's
2: our office is not as nice. Jane
0: Clay Clay Camp is is pouring uh, pitchers of beer for you.
2: (laughs) I don't know how well. That would be amazing.
0: (laughs) So, um, all right. So when we come back, we got to take a break again. But we're going to talk maybe a little bit about these local. Do you guys have opinions on these local issues? Like when it comes to school board and not school board, but like what the school board compet or do you want to just inform uh, how how some of this stuff is we happening
1: you could do some i mean a little bit of both some informational stuff But we have opinions individually but as a group we don't really try to push it too much on people
0: okay that makes sense all right we'll we'll, we'll be back after this all right welcome back to lacrosse talk pm 608 785 7914 is talking text line the lacrosse young dems the the, the co-chairs the co-czars, uh, Grant Matthew and Hannah Dell are in studio. Uh, we're, we're kind of, we haven't talked specifically about a ton of issues, but we kind of like run around the idea that, uh, hey, there's a 2024 presidential election. But before that happens, there's a lot more important elections than voting for uh, one of the two old guys that none of us want to be a president. Um, so school board, city council, and the county board; those, those are those are obviously coming up, and and people are knocking on doors right now. Mm-hmm. They're, they're probably going to tonight, tomorrow, and the next day way more than any because they what a they want to get signatures. You want and, to get
1: signatures, and you also obviously just want to get in front of voters, and so they know your name. But the main reason, the thing I've always prioritized anytime I have, um, is just like you want to hear what people are caring about. Like, okay, that's really what it should be. But about.
2: you need fifty to get fifty signatures to get on like
1: the official ballot and that's county, for county board. but the reality is most people turn in way more for uh school board i want to say it's about a hundred and then city council i don't even know the anything. districts
0: are smaller like county board the district is smaller then obviously the school board is a city w- or a school district school wide district thing wide, right it's so.
1: even goes bigger than the city so they've got quite a task
0: yeah um all right so let's like let's just pick one of these things obviously i think like the school issue right is 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 front and center right now so Um, But we're going to we're going to have a decision on school potential school closings before the next election. So it's and it just like kind of gets people's minds thinking about like, oh, the school board now is consisted of these people. And these people are going to decide whether to take the facility advisory committee's recommendations to close Northwoods and Hinchin elementary schools, close two schools. And we've already had one school board candidate, you know, hold a news conference and say, no, that's not what that's not what i think we should be doing and and that's their kind of one of their taglines so you know and and i know you guys said before the the break that you're not going to have a specific opinion on this but it's just the idea that hey we need to talk about this and what and how important a school board is here
1: 100% and the thing with the, that school closure issue entirely is that it really is divisive like you were saying but if you don't talk about that type of issue nothing's going to happen because again the local issues when they are divisive like some of the national ones, you can't ignore them. You really can't. And so I would say, I would say yeah, school closures, uh, we all have our personal opinions on, but as like an organization, I don't think like lacrosse Young Dems wants to close any particular school. That's one of those ones where, and you find it with these local issues, the national and state level, kind of love to get up in the local government's business. For instance, there are such levy limits on the schools imposed by the state um on the ability to raise money for schools that it's just tough to actually keep the lights on and keep people employed. What do you think Hannah?
2: Yeah, I mean, I don't know. It's a pretty big issue. It also like will impact like housing in the city too if we think about school closures because now I know Lincoln Middle, they're trying to figure out what to do with that. So it really is an issue that's going to affect like everyone, not just kids in school, but like college kids, renters, everyone.
0: Yeah, some of the arguments for keeping Hinchin open were kind of interesting because one of the teachers at the online public meeting said hey we've built a we built a culture here at Hinchin amongst our staff the yeah. staff is kind of in it to you know in it to win it. I don't know i would say that but they're they all know each other and they built a culture there and then you're going to take that culture away it, i'm a sports guy so the, like the the joke in the nba is the miami heat who beat the bucks at the playoffs last year they have what's called heat culture and they 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 find a way to take uh, unknown players and make them really good and and I'm not I'm I'm trying to draw weird comparisons to Hinchin, but when she talks about culture, you know they, there's there's probably that in all of these schools, and then we we either have to take two of those schools away if you want to do the facility advisory committee's recommendation, or or figure out a different way to do it because the school district is in a crunch, and mm-hmm. you talk about state funding, and then also like all these things are related. The state's been sitting on seven billion dollars of budget mm-hmm. surplus for almost two years now
1: exactly and so. it keeps
0: getting back up to seven billion we spend a little bit I would like to get into the can I invest in whatever the state is investing <laughs> with their uh, when they take three billion dollars and turn it into seven billion dollars in a couple of months like can I get in on that plan
1: but seriously it is a weird thought like underlying or overlying however you want to phrase it the whole discussion in lacrosse of the way that the school's closure is working the state government could save our community at any time right they have the money they could step in and help communities like lacrosse that want to keep the lights on in all their schools and want to pay people. Yeah, They're not doing it. And so that's why we have to figure out at the local level, how are we going to get them to and how are we going to get local officials who will either work really hard to make the state legislature listen or who will find creative ways to like get around all the state legislative roadblocks.
0: From what I understand, too, is the state could come swoop in and, and do some stuff, but I think the school district does still have too many buildings because they have declining enrollment. Mm-hmm. And, and so at some point... You you want to bring, it's weird because if you bring more kids into a building, then your classroom gets bigger. But I think at this point, their classrooms size would be way too small to, to be helpful. There's a there's probably some happy medium where, you know, seven kids in a classroom is, is not utilizing a teacher very well, but 45 kids in a classroom is way too many.
2: I'd be curious to know what Northsiders think, because they already went through this, right? I don't know how many elementary schools they had before they have the big Northside elementary now, but... To me, that was a win, but I don't know what North Siders are thinking because that school is beautiful. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if they would like the facilities to be shut down and like put into one. But
0: right, and it's it's interesting too because the the committee met for eight months, once a month for eight months, and then we had two public hearings about it, and then the school board meeting on Monday had more public comments about it. It does, you know, and when you talk about who's your elected official on the school board you can't really hear what they're going to say. They can't, they, they like literally can't represent the school board and talk to the media, except for the school board president, who's ultra ultra busy. I've tried to get her on the show and she's just, um, a lot of, a lot of things where she's like, I don't have time.
1: Policy. That is a policy that I don't think anyone really supports. Like, seriously. Well, I, I wonder
0: them. if you're on the school board, do you support that policy? Can I, can I speak to the media as a representative of the school board versus as, as my personal yeah. opinion,
1: it gives you political cover, but also when you're a local elected official, what you don't need is political cover. You need to engage with the public and with your constituents. Well, was, de-
0: yeah, go ahead. It go ahead.
2: definitely takes away like, the ability to, to do like, that two-way communication because no one likes going to a public hearing and speaking. Like a normal person, like, I have not met someone who's like, yeah, let's go stand up and talk about something I don't feel confident about. You know? like, that's not an effective way to communicate with your people. Like, right,
0: and it always looks like I'm bitching about something, right? Yeah. Like I never go to the school board and go, Nice job, you guys. You're doing a hell of a job. I love the plan, Facility Advisor Committee. I love what you did. You you recommended closing Northwoods and Hinchin. A great plan. I nobody's coming to the meeting to do that. So no, it feels only, very Parks and. Yeah, Rock. the only thing you hear is yeah, very Parks and. <laughs> and that's that's kind of all city government and public comment is is you only hear the negative. Uh, and 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 you, I guess you got to take that with a grain of salt too. Um, but then the idea here, what what's also interesting to me is is as, as I learn as I go is we're gonna have school board candidates. So the candidates who aren't on the school board are gonna to get to rail and 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 moan about whatever's going on. But can the school board, the, the incumbent, do they get to go and rail and moan about what's going on and in, in 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 when when they're you know trying to get reelected?
1: I mean you see it in politics though sometimes where incumbents like especially like think about those congressional elections. Everybody runs and they go I hate Congress. I'm the one trying to fix it. Yeah. Right. Even if they're the incumbent. And so I wouldn't be shocked if you could do something like that in a school board race. But I don't know how you would. I don't know how you'd convince the public. Because, right, voters are smart. People in lacrosse are smart. And so mm-hmm. they'll see through
3: something like
0: that. Well, it'll be a dilemma, too, for this current school board. Because I believe in Jan- sometime in January they're going to take a vote on, what, um, on possibly the Facility Advisory Committee's recommendations to close Northwoods and Hinchin. And... And they'll have to, like politically, will they just say, no, we don't want to vote. We're going to push it on to the next school board because we want to get reelected. There's all the politics that play a a part here, too.
1: And people could abstain from the vote, but that would even look. I mean, you get elected so that you can vote on behalf of people. And if you don't vote, right, you're almost disenfranchising those people. So you don't see a lot of local elected officials abstain.
0: Yeah, I think it's just a matter of, uh, you know, and I try to have enough school officials on to yeah to voice what the dilemma is and try to give reason to, Hey, here's why we're doing the thing. So, um, had and grant Matthew are part of the lacrosse young Dems, a group that's just about two months old and a, a group that that's made up of like post college people. Even if you didn't go to college, it's not like you have to go, like, maybe people graduated from high school <laughs> that aren't part of the UW lacrosse democratic party group, or maybe they are, uh, you can come join them. And then, uh, you know, people, I, I guess maybe like people that want to live here for a while too, right? Like Pretty just,
1: much, yeah. If, if you're interested in coming, um, definitely just reach
2: out to us. Yeah, cool people who care.
0: Cool people who care. <laughs> All right, uh, we're going to talk about some more issues when we come back. All right, welcome back to Lacrosse Talk PM. I'm Rick Solo. I'm in the studio with me, Hannah Dull and Grant Matthew of the Lacrosse Young Dems. And um, we were talking about the school board. Well, a little bit. We're talking about local elections and then some of the issues that will po- possibly come up or not come up because, I mean, you know, the school closings thing might be resolved before the April election. We'll see. Maybe the school board kicks that down the down the road. Um, but another issue, and this one's kind of interesting. I, I had Kaya Fox from Habitat for Humanity on yesterday. So we talked a lot about housing. In terms of housing stock and some of that. But we didn't talk a lot about like rent. And so when you talk about lacrosse young dems, you're gonna be in that purview where you probably more more of your group would be renters, right? Like you're not buying, and especially now you're not buying houses. I'm just graduated college or I just come out of high school and the you know seventeen dollar an hour job that I have isn't enough money and I don't even have like a down payment to so I'm renting. And uh, I don't know. This is an issue for you, Hannah. You, you were you were talking about uh, your talking rent about went that. up. Did you say that? Like, a- yeah,
2: I moved in with my mom about a month ago because my rent went up from like I think it was like seven ninety nine. It was going to go up to nine eighty for a one bedroom, and I had mice everywhere, so it was just not a good idea. And as I was thinking about it, a, a good chunk of our members that rent don't rent; they live with their parents. <laughs> Like you are a rare one that rents, Grant. Yeah, and
1: it's it's like becoming an economic impossibility for young people to live in a nice or at least livable place, unless they live with their parents or unless they put so much of their money into rent that like, how do you even? How do I even save money? I really don't have a good ability well, to because ha- of what I'm paying.
0: Hannah's got had that. You had that one bedroom. Just put bunk beds in there and then get a roommate. <laughs>
2: that is the solution,
0: <laughs> right? <laughs> and know. then you know what? Have no privacy for having. A, a life beyond just living, you know, like you know, when you, we talk about having a couple or or yeah. something like that, like having no privacy, you're back yeah. to the dorms. When you're like, <laughs> what is my roommate doing above the on the top bunk right now with uh, his girlfriend? Well,
2: and even worse because if your parents are living next to, you, it's
1: right? like it's well, yeah. worse than a dormitory, is what we're saying. It's
0: yeah, it's, you're, you're, you're you want to come over? My mom's gone, right? Like you're back to that. You're back to like eleventh grade. Literally, right? my, my life gone. right now. <laughs> So, yeah. So, uh, I mean, but then but then what are you know, like, who are we looking to to and what are the ways that 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 problem gets solved? Is it federal government, state government, county board, city council, rent control, stuff like that? Is that even I don't even know if that's possible in Wisconsin. I
1: do believe that there actually is some rent control.
2: I there would say. are some rent controls. So, like, there's some downtown and a few, I believe, throughout the city rent control departments. La Crosse's main issue is truly just, like, a lack of housing and a lack of good development, which would be, I believe, grant time in a county situation. I would say
1: county and city. I know really there are a few things that both of those units of local government can do and that I'm really passionate about. When there's this new River Point development that's going in, I think it's really important that the county board and the city council are actively engaged with that entire process to make sure that some of the housing that goes in there is like affordable actually, mm-hmm. right? Cause when people say affordable housing a- and they're talking about a new development like that, what does that mean? The, is that like the Tribune bucks?
2: one where it's going to the Tribune and they're going to have a pool and they said, it's going to be like luxury housing and it's yeah. going to trickle down to help rent. I'm like, we don't yeah, the, need no. any trickling down. I
0: mean the argument that the mayor's made is the supply and demand. So if there's more housing and a, a plethora of housing, then therefore, There would be some people wouldn't be able to get an apartment rented like I am a landlord and Mm -hmm. there's so much housing out there that my thousand dollar a month apartment isn't getting rented anymore. So what is the solution? He's got to bring down rent. But we're not even I don't even think we're close to that point. So and then it's like, well, how much how much regulation do you want to put on a developer coming in to put in really nice apartments? Mm -hmm. And that's cool. And that will look good. And that will be good for the city to bring in. That kind of group of people versus, but then you're also kicking out a whole other swath of people who are actually working, you know, most of the jobs in in the area. And
1: you're right that we need that balance, right? That not every apartment in any community in the world is going to be affordable, right? You're going to have luxury ones and you're going to have lower price ones. But the problem is that like lower price in La Crosse, right? Especially like I'm thinking county board and city council, like the areas that are district six district five district four and Mm -hmm. you know those ones that are in the city you have so many renters who are paying like i am like 700 800 900 a month for like studio apartments Mm. and efficiency apartments and and that is
2: not sustainable and just to get into them you have to sometimes prove if you are a single renter that you make double or triple Mm -hmm. like the rent and income which is just ridiculous i know i personally got denied like two apartments because of that, and I'm like, but I can have a co-signer, but it just doesn't matter in the current insane rental environment.
1: 100%. And then you have people like who I know at, you know, there are people at Western, people at UWL. They'll come to college in this community or people who will just move here for a little bit to work a job here, and they'll find that, honestly, with the affordability of housing, they want to leave. I do know people, friends of mine even, who left La Crosse because of the expense of housing.
0: All right, we're going to wild card it here and go to the phone, so uh, just give me a second here. Uh, Caller, who is this? You got a question for these two?
3: Yeah, it's COVID, Joe. Yeah, most of my friends have done the same thing that your guest just pointed out. We're one of the last holdouts, but my question is, you know, I see this whole let's build affordable housing, the same problem as healthcare. We need to start looking above that and get these costs to come down. We can't just you know, we can't just look to options to, to keep paying more and more for housing and health care. We have to look at the root causes of why it's so expensive. But what I'm asking is I know the barrier is is space and lacrosse, but what can we do other, you know, other than provide more housing, what can we do to bring down the cost so that home ownership is realized by some of the younger generation? Um and, and can stay in lacrosse and, and have that realized.
0: All right. Yeah. Thanks. Thanks for the call, Joe. I got to, I got to let you go just cause the, the headphone situation here, but um, so yeah, do we, do we look at like what the city council and then and the county board, like do we get answers there or is it more of a state thing?
1: Well, thank you very much you know? Dave, for the question. I think it's a really good one and it's important um, just to hit kind of on all the points I heard. I would say the healthcare issue and comparing that to housing, totally a good comparison, right? Like, You can help one person afford their health care or afford their housing. That is a band-aid on the problem. And so that's kind of where it comes in where, you know, to some degree, having like the Wisconsin Housing and Economic Development Administration or agency, which is at the state level, could work with the county board or with the city council or with a development agency uh, like the one that's putting River Point District up to make sure that for every expensive group of apartments that's put up a certain number of apartments – Right, a certain number of units are like actually at a genuine rate of affordability. Like there are policies like that, so think about it. As the more expensive ones are put up, if a certain number must be at an affordable level, and, and that's a legitimately affordable one, you could actually fix the problem in large part. Again, how like healthcare, care, um, really policies short of universal healthcare, short of universal housing, right? Things that some people in the political system Uh, want to pursue, um, right. There's still going to be those issues. Uh, Hannah, do you have any thoughts?
2: Yeah. With the local like limits on rent, that's going to be really important with like local government because what's affordable is so based off of community because we're like, we're kind of like a little urban like island over here on the rural Western side of Wisconsin. So I know personally the pay rates aren't keeping up with rent. So, county board here would have to set a reasonable rate of rent in La Crosse as compared to, like, you know, New York City, which is why it's important to get a county supervisor you don't hate.
1: And, of course, though, the county board can't, like, formally set the rent, but it's really taking those steps, right, because obviously your landlord is in charge. Who can me. help?
2: It, not county board? I
1: mean, so, the county board and the city council can work with other agencies, right, like that, WIDA, mm-hmm. Housing and Economic Development uh, Administration, and all of these other organizations, Um kind of just on behalf of the public mm-hmm. to help with the private entities that own most of the housing in theory, though, I will say the County board, the city council could invest money in public housing.
0: Well, the city council had an opportunity to do that with that credit union by Menards oh, and yeah. it got, yeah. they, it didn't get passed. And,
1: I will, yeah. I will and then two the county-
0: years ago, they bought a school on the North side and kind of by North side elementary, but there's a, there's a, there's a school there that they wrong kind was there you know, doing the, the ribbon cutting—that yeah. That is an affordable housing complex. And I've had callers call in and go, yeah, we were worried about it. And now it's just like, oh yeah, those are just people that live there, just yeah. like anywhere else. So uh, we saw the city council try and then it, it didn't it didn't get passed. So yeah. um, I'll just, I want to read this one text before I let you guys Sounds go. Good. I was just going to send you off on this. Uh, how can these people be Democrats with the disgraceful way and shape our country is in? The only way I can see it is that they... Is that they're, T H E R E, brainwashed. <laughs> so,
1: um, you know what? I'm not gonna discredit a person's perspective. I'd like to say that I do not think I'm brainwashed, right? Now. Like, what would stop me from saying that the person messaging is brainwashed? And I would say the thing that stops me is decency
2: um, and just being a polite guy. Yeah, I would say come get a drink with us. Yeah, we're, like, we're pretty chill. We're yeah. open to differing opinions and just, just talking talk. stuff yeah. through. All
0: right, look about lacrosse young <laughs> Dems. That's Grant Matthew and Hannah Doll. Thanks, guys. Thank
2: you. Yeah.